So the old school photography is just that. It's very, <laughs> very old school. I've got two cameras, um, but the one I'm concentrating on right now is an old box camera from 1920 or 21 from my research. So it's, you know, the old fashioned type. You put the, the hood over and you're, you're looking through and, and uh, you know. That's cool. Definitely, definitely draws the crowd. Like, what the, what's that guy doing over here? As a young child, Edwina Adams was quiet by nature. She would whisper when speaking. In boot camp, she was thrashed for not yelling loud enough. But when she discovered her ex-husband was a con man, she started to make noise, proving you don't have to be loud to make some noise. Now Edwina's on a mission to motivate so kick back and tune in for candid conversations with those who have harnessed the power of their voices. Let's make some noise. Welcome to Let's Make Some Noise, where no matter what you sound like, you can make some noise. I'm Edwina Adams, and today I have joining me James Tex Crowley. He's the owner of Texas Motor Media, but Tex doesn't only create great pics and videos. He actually did the voiceover for this uh, intro for this podcast, and along with some other things that we're going to talk about. Um, you, man, I'm glad to have you as a guest today. I've, uh, you know, I've been a fan of your work for a long time. I see what you do online, and I'm always like, "Oh my gosh, that's amazing!" <laughs> Commenting on it, so I love what you do, and um, I've had fun watching the evolution of what you're doing. Actually, so you started out doing like, as far as I know videos that are good for like the trucking and the motor industry. And then I've seen you even did some work years ago that was like stop motion with things, which was really cool. I believe you were the first person I saw that was learning how to do the prompts for the AI um, images, which you've gotten really, really good at. And we'll definitely talk about that um, in a minute. So what, uh, where did this come from, this creativity? Were you always like this? Well, I appreciate you having me on first and foremost. Um, I don't do podcasts too often, but when I do, I know, uh, you know, working with you here, it's going to be, it's going to be a pretty good deal. Um, it all, it all started off, you know, just for like with video and everything, just playing with a camera, just had an idea one day to, uh, cause I drove a truck for over 20 years and, uh, I decided one day to, to, put a camera in the truck and just on the dash, just Velcro it on the dash and just show people, you know, family and whatnot, what I go through. And then YouTube came along and, uh, started sharing there. And I was one of the, I wasn't the first, uh, but I was one of the first truck drivers who was like sharing content online on, on YouTube video content. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of grew from there, to be honest. Yeah. So that's pretty innovative, actually. That's a big thing now, right? All the behind the scenes. What year was that, that you did that? That was about 2005. Okay. Um, you know, I, I guess I was always creative in some sort, but I never really embraced it until, you know, the technology came about and allowed me to just kind of start, you know, in my downtime, kind of goofing off with uh, um, cameras and, and whatnot and free editing programs. And, and uh, you know, just uh, it's snowballed from there. Right. Well, in your work with, like I said, the, the videos I've seen that you've created for the trucking industry and different motor stuff, it is it is legit. I mean, it is so good, so well done. 
and Thank all you. the images, all the angles that you're able to capture and the movement. And you really have a good visual eye. I will definitely say that as a creative person myself, I, I recognize it and I respect it totally. <laughs> so you're doing a great job with that. Um, Thank you. Yeah. And then now I've seen that you're even like dabbling in the old school photography. What What's that teaching you? So the old school photography is just that it's very, <laughs> very old school. I've got two cameras, um, but the one I'm concentrating on right now is an old box camera from 1920 or 21 from my research. So it's, you know, the old fashioned type you put the, the hood over and you're, you're looking through and, and, uh, you know, that's cool. Definitely, definitely draws a crowd. It's like, what the, what's that guy doing over here? Yeah. Um, so I really put it into, um, use up in Joplin, Missouri, a couple of weeks ago at a, at a uh, trucking event and just ask drivers, Hey, do you want to pose in front of your truck? And, you know, most drivers are skeptical. Like, What's this going to cost? I'm like nothing. Cause <laughs> I don't know if it's going to turn out to be honest with you. Um, and out of the 30 some odd photos that I took, there were about five that there were no good. They just, they were blown out and they didn't work, but that's the trial and error of it. And, you know, I may get a, a uh, newer uh, camera that works the same way. You know, they still actually manufacture them. They're just very wow, expensive. Really? Um, very <laughs> expensive. And the film itself is expensive. And then you have to develop everything. And it's, it's kind of cost prohibitive. Yeah. So if I can get it to a, to a point where people want to pay for it, then then we'll move up. Yeah, that that's a science and a process and definitely a costly thing. I, I did some black and white photography in college where I had to develop you do all the black room stuff. It's super fun to learn. I don't remember any of it, but I know it was fun when I did it. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's cool. I've never done anything like that uh, until, you know, two months ago, three months ago, uh, that camera. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it might be my granddad's camera. I got it from my uncle, never got the story behind it, but uh, it's, uh, it's definitely pretty cool to, to run around with that thing. Yeah. Well, I commend you for picking it up and trying it because that's intimidating to do all that uh, darkroom work yeah, and everything. Be. Definitely. And, um, you know, we talk about using our voice on this podcast and that can mean that can look like a number of things. It, it seems like your voice is showing up in imagery. And what would you agree with that? And why do you think that is? Yeah, it's, you know, vocal imagery or, you know, image voice, if you will. Um, people are able to have a conversation or, or, you know, share an image or a video that uh, resonates with them. Um, you know, I've done a couple of music videos that are kind of on the trucking industry side mm. um, that, that have done well, that, that people resonate with. And, you know, it's a 50, 50. I mean, it's the song from the songwriter doing his thing and then me pairing the visuals with it, uh, you know, to amplify the, the, the reach of, what he's trying to do. And, you know, there's, that's something that, like I said, people, people resonate with and, and want to share it out. Yeah. It's definitely storytelling. And that kind of leads me to something that I, I don't know that I've read the whole article, uh, but I remember seeing something, somebody picked up and wrote an article about something you posted on TikTok and it was AI imagery that you did a voiceover and you had this whole elaborate story about. So tell us about that because it was pretty yeah, funny. So, <laughs> there's three or four of them, five of them, I think that are floating around out there. But the one that really 
went nuts um, is an AI generated story. Well, the story's not AI generated. I came up with the story, right. but the visuals um, are all AI. There's a um, AI out there called Mid Journey, and you're able to type in kind of what you're imagining, and it doesn't always get it right. Um, you don't know exactly what you're going to get every time, but after trial and error of generating a hundred and some odd images, I got about 20 that I wanted to use to make a story about a truck driver who, uh, or a guy who was instigating fights in a truck stop parking lot in 1980, <laughs> uh, in so Bridge, Louisiana. And the thing that sold the authenticity of it is I know how to pronounce the names of stuff down there. Cause I spent many years going to Southern Louisiana. Oh. <laughs> so, and, and it's based on old CB stories from way back in the day, like in the, early mid nineties when I started driving, these drivers would talk about, well, you know, uh, if you're, if you're going to be this, that, and the other and cause all problems, I'm going to pull up the next truck stop and get out and we can <laughs> fight it out. So to, to generate images that look like they're from 1980. And if you look close, you can tell it's not real to this point. It's getting kind of scary now, yeah, but, it is. um, the, the, the voiceover with the imagery and the, and the, the story, there's an actual radio station in Baton Rouge, asking the question did this really happen so um, it's, a, it's a conspiracy theory now <laughs> it is it is wow that is amazing um what did you what how did that make you feel whenever you're like holy crap what have i done you know <laughs> it's like what what pandora's box did i open here <laughs> right um no it's i look at it this way and it's you know with anything that takes off um you're gonna have positives and negatives you're going to have people that just decry you know this is this is the worst thing that could ever happen to humanity and other folks are like this is amazing we should make this into a movie um you're going to have both sides when it comes to this kind of stuff um between facebook and wherever else it's been shared tiktok and whatnot you know it's three or four million views at this point um you know in 60 to 90 days however long it's been been on, but if I didn't make it, somebody else is going to. Um, there, there's some creative stuff in the AI space that I'm seeing with some animation where they're taking the imagery and they're able to put it into another program to animate it. And it's still kind of sketchy looking, wow. but there is some serious store storytelling that's, that's developing from this. It's, it's a tool for developing because I'm not an animator. I'm not you know, I can't draw, I can't do any of that stuff, um, at least well enough for, for it to be out there for people to see. But it's a tool that allows me to expand part of the creativity that I have in here and able to express it because without those tools, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Well, that kind of leads me back to like, it seems like using these this imagery and all the different methods of imagery that you use and that you're learning it is how you use your voice. Do you, do you find it's easier for you? Um, are you somebody who's like, um, what were you like as a child? I mean, were you kind of quiet or? I, you know, I'm, I'm introverted by nature. Um, very introverted. Uh, I'm not a good salesman. I'm not good at putting myself out there to generate business. And it's been that way for a very long time. Um, but those that connect, we have a good solid connection, you know, for childhood and whatnot, it was third grade. I th yeah, it was third grade 
when all of a sudden my parents pulled me out of school. I was in private school. And uh, from there on out, except for one year, uh, I was homeschooled. Mm. So that's good. Get a good education from that. But you lose the social interaction side. Yeah, I've got my three or four buddies in the neighborhood I'd hang out with on Saturdays and after school when they get off the bus. But, you know, the whole high school social interaction and the dynamic of that, I, I missed out on all that. Uh, I think that's what drove me to to uh, drive a truck for a living because you are kind of on your own. And I'm really comfortable <laughs> when I'm on my own. Yeah. But, you know, being able to be creative, to create content, put it out there is the way that I connect and get the information back from people, what do they like, what they don't like, and, you know, just adjust and refine and go forward. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. And and you're right. Back, back in the time frame when you would have been homeschooled, it was a very different landscape than the homeschooling is today. It's, it's almost the same, you know, and you almost get more social interaction as a homeschooler than you do uh, public school these days. But I can, I can totally see where that would um, you know, have a, have a role in how you would interact with others. So thank you for sharing. Um, sure. what does it mean to you to be a videographer or is that even what you call yourself? I'm not sure what I call myself. I'm, I'm what do other who, people call you? No, I'm just joking. Uh, yeah. Well, it depends <laughs> on who you talk to. Um, you know, I create, I'm a content creator, okay. I guess is the best way to put it, whether it be, AI imagery and stories, um, video productions, you know, anywhere from, you know, a few hundred bucks for some small business to five figure items. Um, a little bit of voice over here and there. Um, I don't really go after that professionally because I do need vocal training. I, you know, I, I, something I'd like to get into at some point. Um, you know, the, the, 20 plus years of smoking Marlboro Reds have, have seasoned the pipes, I guess you could say. <laughs> um, so that, that helps, but don't start smoking no. kids. Don't do it. It's not worth it. No. Um, but you know, it's, it's, I don't know. I just, I go out and I create content and one day to the next, it, it's, it's something different. Yeah. And one day a radio station in Louisiana is talking about it. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> So what would you say is the most challenging thing that life has been teaching you just over this past year? Over this past year? I don't know. I mean, overall, I've got it pretty good. Um, you know, I've got a wonderful wife who supports this craziness that, that I do. Um, I've got, I've got a ways to go to figure out, you know, how to go forward and, you know, make a real living out of what I do. Um, I do. Okay. I can definitely do a lot better. I, I made more money driving a truck than what I'm doing now. I'll, I'll put it that way. Um, you know, just, um, um, I'm where I need to be right now. I guess you could say I'm still kind of in a, a flux state of kind of discovering exactly the path forward. I know it's creative. I know it's, it's, um, probably got to be something niche that's unique because you know in the grand scheme of things everybody's got an iphone and this you know the skill needed to create good content is lower and lower um, as time goes by i'm not saying terrible people are making content but i'm saying that the tools that are available to make content are yeah. so much more accessible now 
And, you know, that puts a dent in what I'm trying to do, at least on the video side. So, you know, the pivoting to old school photography and maybe, you know, some sort of architectural photography, something like that. That's, uh, that's maybe where I'm headed. Okay. Very cool. And, you know, that's understandable when you, when you pivot out of something and you're, you know, business is hard, you know, learning the business side of making something like this work. It's a challenge. So um, that that's that is what it is. I, I would think that networking would be a huge, huge thing with this. It sounds like you've already kind of experienced how networking can can benefit you. And that's sure. I would think like because like you said, there's so many content creators out there. Not that they're all the same, but sometimes it comes down to just who knows you, you know, not not who do you know, but who knows you. So, exactly. Yeah. So keep keep going. You've you really do have a great eye, even though everybody has a, a lot of this equipment in their back pocket. Not everybody can do what you're doing. So keep it up. Yep. I appreciate and, uh, it. Yeah. So what you know, lastly, what uh, legacy do you aspire to leave through your voice, through your images? Well, I guess just something that people can look back on and, and see that that was a moment of time uh, moment in time that they resonate with, you know, 20, 30 years from now, you know, uh, 30 years from now, I don't plan on doing much of anything if I'm still around, uh, rather be sitting around doing nothing. But, um, you know, it, it's, it's a record of time, what I create and anybody else that makes content out there. It's a, it's a moment in time that you record uh, via imagery or, or sound or whatever it is that, uh, you know, that's, that's your mark. That's your statement of whatever it is that you make. And, uh, I think, I think that's kind of it. I, maybe that's a good answer. Maybe not. I don't know, but, yeah. uh, yeah, I think you it know, is. make content, put it out there and let the world see it and take it or not. I think it is important. And people have been doing that for decades, right? Thousands of years, you've got hieroglyphics they find in caves and that's what it was, right? Just exactly um, that visual um, marker. So, well, how can people connect with you online? Uh, the best way you can either type in uh, the word text-o-matic, like automatic, but text-o-matic, um, or trucker.video uh, in your uh, uh, URL and uh you'll find me. I'm out there. All right. And on your TikTok and everything else. It's a fun channel. <laughs> well, thank so, you. If, well, thank you again for being here, James. It was a lot of fun talking to you and learning a little bit more about you. And uh, for everyone else, you can um, check me out at edwinaadams.com. Learn how to book me as a speaker. You can find all my social media channels. And, you know, please subscribe to the channel, to the YouTube channel or the podcast channels. Leave some reviews. If you loved this episode, say something about James on there. We would love to get some good feedback. So uh, thank you for being here and listening. Edwana, thank you so much. You're welcome, James.